fuck's sake. Five past eight, was it? Quarter to nine. I said half past eight, didn't I? No. Did I say five past? Ian, I'll be on just gone eight, around 8.05. So I've been sat here like a lemon for the last 40 or 45 minutes. That was on the 27th of January. Was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been fucking sat here since 8.05. What do you say? I say you're wrong. Sorry. It's all right. Don't worry. I yeah. thought being a bit mardy. Yeah, no need for I've that, is there? Sat here for ages. Where the bloody hell is he? Yeah, Thursday the 27th of January. Oh, bless you. Have you just been sat there? Yes, I've been sat here waiting. Oh, we Can Where the bloody hell is he? Oh, God. I bet you sl- slated me right off to Colin. Uh, yeah, I might have done. Oh, no. You need to shout down to him now and say, I've got it completely wrong. <laughs> I thought I was Marty McFly. What, they've been doing this over a year? When I recorded the first jingle, I gave them three months. And it's still going. And no one understands how. You're listening to Three Men and a Microphone. Hello, 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 and welcome. Why can't I hear myself properly? Hang on a minute. Oh, there we go. That's better. I haven't got my fader up right. Jeez. Hello, and welcome to Three Men in a Microphone from These Three Media. Welcome to the Unpredictable Conversation, your weekly dose of brilliance, basically. My name is Ian. Thank you so much for downloading this episode. We are on episode 86. Hello, Damien. You think after like 86 episodes, you know where the bloody fader was? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I, I thought, we, you know, pre this show, we thought, let's have a good show, you know, let's be slick, let's be fol- uh, polished. <laughs> you turn into Boris and Peston at the same time. Uh, I know. And um, hello, da- oh no, no, Darren, this week, he's gone to a swingers convention this weekend. So he um, has he's going to be joining us on the uh, Yeah, it's, it, I mean, he, he said he wanted to go. We said, who are we to? stop you uh i asked for an invite uh and he's blocked me so uh but no uh, we wish darren I, well i heard you were banned from the place he's gone to after last time yeah i thought the whole was like yeah uh so no uh, we send him our wishes uh darren is with his family this week uh we love you uh and uh, we will see you very soon much love to you and your family yes indeed so yeah no darren this week just me and damien but it's going to be great we've got lots to talk about so let's start the unpredictable conversation right about now Just a little bit of a geeky thing. Mm. Um, I've brought a new microphone arm. Yeah, I know. I um, I saw something like that on your social media, and automatically when I saw it, I thought, "Oh, that's a really nice rod." <laughs> but it's <laughs> not, is it? It's Rode. It's a really nice Rode. Um, so yeah, I've brought a new microphone arm, um, because every time I touch the other one, it sort of went like that. And but this one uh... is is nice, and I can move it around, and it's a little noisy, but it's it's a lot better. And the other one's flexible broke. and firm, yeah. isn't it? It is. Mm. It's almost like I'm in a proper radio studio and not sat in a spare bedroom in my house. 
let's be honest, you've been there for about uh, two years now. Yeah, pretty much. It feels like every day mm. because I am now officially a home worker. I am working from home full time. Um, but you've done all right, haven't you? Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, you've you've done well. You've excelled in your job. I don't know if yeah. we can talk about that. You've I don't you've want to gone... talk about that bit of it, but yeah, I've excelled no, you, in my job. You've excelled in your job, which yes. is fantastic. And you know, we're 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 proud of the fact that you've excelled in your job. Um, really? you know, I'd probably preferred it if you'd have maybe come into the office and followed some um, you know, instruction and maybe, you know, brought a little bit to the table. Um, because I liked do you know what I mean? It's uh this homeworking thing, really? Am I getting eight hours out of you? Am I getting eight hours? Um, as I post this on my LinkedIn page, um, which a lot of people that I work with and from the company may listen to, yes, yes, I do work nonstop for eight solid hours a day. You see what I did the once, and this is a, this is a good idea for any managers out there. So you sit down with your staff, basically, and you go, okay, right, uh, plain piece of paper now. Let's get ourselves a pen, and what we're going to do, we're going to draw the clock, okay? Do you mean you're going to draw the clock? I said clock, okay? I'm sorry, <laughs> clock. So you draw a clock, okay, on a plain piece of paper, and you divide it up into, like, four little sections uh, in the circle of the clock. And then you do your hour slots, and basically you turn around to your staff and you go, okay, then, I want you to fill in now on every slot there what you do in that hour, okay? And then by the end of that, then, you should tell me what you do during an eight-hour day. Most people get up to about hour number four and then are run out of stuff to do. <laughs> so as a manager or a director, uh, you kind of go, well, that's good, isn't it? So I'm paying you for eight hours a day and you filled into hour number four. I'll tell you what, you can go part-time. Yeah, you won yourself a watch. See you later. However, you can't expect people to work non-stop for that amount of time you know you know what it's like you know that i'm sure there's times when you're sat in your office in your um you sat in your office in your office um, i'm sure there's times when you're sort of you just sat there and you go let's hmm. have a quick look at that on the web i'll just have a i'll just have a oh let me just have a quick look i'm just gonna have a quick look on my phone and then you I don't know you're scrolling through facebook or instagram or something no, i'm not then... doing that again because i did it today and it's ruined my telly for tonight because i was doing it and in the front, the apprentice um, person who went out. And I was like, why do you do well, that? that? That's your own fault because it was broadcast the night before and it's probably it's like over 12 hours. So that's your own fault for spoilers on that sort of thing, I'm afraid. And I think I found out who was in The Masked Singer as well. I know one of them. Don't want to know the other one. Oh, I, I, I don't watch. No? I don't no. watch. So anyway, um, going back to that, um, sometimes I just refer back to my clock and I and I figure out, you know, I've got more to do in hour number five. Well, it isn't like I've brought one of those little gadgets that you can put on your keyboard that every 30 seconds just presses a key to stop teams, <laughs> to stop teams showing you as offline. <laughs> ah, and anybody that's been working from home over the last hour, that team's ah. ringtone... Is the most annoying thing in horrible. the world. Horrible. I don't miss it's, that at all. Oh, it's just it's and and it's like the ding for the messages. Oh, oh. oh just leave me oh. alone. Anyway, so this week <clears throat> we've had the Sue Gray report. Dun, 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 dun. Or we've had part of the Sue Gray report. We've had a update to yeah, the but Sue Gray. Let's report. just go back to Sue Gray, right? No one saw her provide this 
police report, there was no footage of like, okay, now we're going to join uh, Robert Peston. We won't talk about Peston until later. But there was no, like, we need to go now live. Sue Gray has delivered the Sue Gray report. Well, who is she still? She's just an e-fit. Who are you, Sue? Sue. She, um, she has delivered her update um, and it was quite a scathing. In fact, it was a very scathing update but she couldn't give details of any of the events that happened because of the conveniently timed um, police investigation by the Met, um, the Metropolitan Police. Uh, nothing to do with um, Cressida Dick owing her job to um, Boris Johnson or Rishi Sunak's brother being um, second in command. Nothing to do with that. Um, so, yes, a total of 16 um, events have been reported. 12 of those have been passed to the police. And as we record this, breaking news um, is that apparently they haven't got the photo, but apparently one of the things sent over to the police is a photo of Boris Johnson holding a drink at one of the parties stood next to Rishi Sunak. Um, so I'm sure that photo will leak eventually. So we had that. We had an extraordinary time in the um, in the House of Commons. Um, Boris Johnson came and tried to apologise. Keir Starmer did probably the best speech I've ever seen from Keir Starmer. He was very, very good. And then Boris Johnson replied back with some um, false news slur about Keir Starmer and Jimmy Savile. Um, where, and that just blew up and blew up in his face. But one of the main things, um, one of his little um, minions, one of his, um, there's a there's a picture um, at Prime Minister's Questions of Nadine Doris sat on the front bench and looking at Boris Johnson like he like she's a long lost puppy looking at a lover. It's That's just what Darren that. does when we do this show. <laughs> he looks at me, yeah. so sweet every um, week, and slightly slightly dead behind the eyes and a bit but nothing in between. It's quite. I like don't that. know who this is. I don't Nadine, know if I've seen it. Nadine a... Doris is the culture secretary. So she's in charge of basic. She's the one that said the BBC shouldn't be funded by the licence fee. And she oh, also appeared on. I'm a celebrity. Yes. Paid MP, took three weeks off to go to Australia to appear on, on I'm a Celebrity. Yes, yes. So that's who she is. She's a lapdog to Boris Johnson. Um, right. She was interviewed by uh, Channel 4 News. Um, and uh, I've got a clip of it. And um, I think you'll find it's, um, it's a very revealing uh, interview. One of the things the Prime Minister said today in the House of Commons that was basically untrue, and clearly untrue, was his allegation that Keir Starmer was responsible for not prosecuting Jimmy Savile. How, how can you have a Prime Minister just repeating fake news like that? I'm not bothered. What? what do you think I'm bothered? Are you bo I don't care, mate. I'm bothered. Look, <laughs> my face, is it bothered? Do you think I'm bothered? We... Look at my face, right? Is oh. any... Are you looking at my face? Look, calm is down. any part of it bothered? Can someone call her parents? Please? Are you disrespecting my family? No, not, not oh. Are you calling my mum butters? <laughs> so, yeah, that's um, that's the clip of Nadine Doris uh, being interviewed by Christian Gura Murphy uh, from Channel 4 News. Um, is so... it all right, old Christian? He's been yeah. on the go for a while, hasn't he? News yeah, round. He's, Remember he's that? Good. Back in yeah. the day? So, um, uh, yeah, so at the moment, um, he's managed to survive. I've got a feeling now the thing is, oh, we must wait for the police investigation to be completed. Um, he has said if he does get fined, he will tell people that he has been fined, but he doesn't have to because that's the law. Um, but I have a feeling that the number of letters going in is probably creeping up ever so slightly. And I think next week may be interesting. 
Yeah, but the thing is that even if those letters go in, they still have to have a vote on it, don't they? Isn't that right? Uh, yeah, so they need 54 letters from the mm. Conservative MPs to go in, uh, which then starts a vote of no confidence. But then 189 MPs have to vote against him and say they don't have confidence for him to be ousted. To resign. Yes. That's what Sue Gray does, by the way. That's her job. She takes in the letters to what's his name? What's his name? Uh, the 1964 committee. 1922 Gray and Brady. That's him, Gray. So Sue and Gray are in the same office. Sue brings the letters to Gray and then Gray opens them. That uh, Right? Scathing here. You know, Boris the ding that much go. And then you've got other letters as well. I mean, look, we, we've talked about this for a while, but the thing is now, I mean, you know, old um, Kinky Hancock, when he was having a bit of his old, uh, you know, um, one of his one of his uh, staff and he did his embrace and them, the lover, lover, mm. he went, didn't he? He tried to hang on and then he was like, no, I've got to go. Can't do this, I'm afraid. Many people have fallen on their sword. And old Bozzer, I mean, what's he want? I mean, it, kid, he's lost the respect to the people. He's lost the respect of a lot of his party. And it's almost now, look, all the, I mean, he even went to um, Blinken um, abroad, didn't he? To, to go and have chats about... Oh, in you know, Ukraine, this, yes. Yeah, and it's like, Bozzer, you've got to know when enough is enough. And I just think at the moment... Uh, it's doing the country more bad than it's doing good. Yeah, and it's not like he um, hired a private jet at taxpayers' expense to fly to Blackpool, um, which saved him 15 minutes off the, the same time it would take to go by train. Right. So private not doing jet, well, is he? Uh, really? Costing, I think it was. I think the, the the final total they reckon is about eighty thousand pound to fly him to Blackpool when he could have got the train. So what, what's he waiting for? What do you think he's waiting for? Um, is, it, is this just sheer... he doesn't care about anything other than himself. Right. He really doesn't care about anything other than himself. Never been How... a fan of his, though, have you, Ray? You know, let's never look been at this fan, judgmentally. Though. You've never been a fan of his, have you? Couldn't stand on him. I couldn't stand it. Can't stand him, even. Wouldn't piss on, piss on him if he was on fire. Um, that's about how much I like him. Just um, for editorial reasons, we don't mean if he was on fire, piss would not go on him uh, because, you know, again, that's wrong. However, I know what you mean. He is a bumbling idiot at times. Again, no fire, no piss, no meaning. <laughs> Thank you. And that ends this week's political part of the show. On your podcast feed, on your radio, and on your smart speaker. This is Three Men and a Microphone from these three media. So we've had the political news of the week. It is now time to hand over um, to our big new feature on Three Men and a Microphone. It is time for Pest and Watch. In the studio. Watcha. So, in the aftermath of number 10 Exodus, the PM allegedly quoted Rafiki from The Lion King saying, Change is good. 
And that is this week's Pest and Watch. <laughs> what was that? I did what was the tweet? I didn't understand any of that. <laughs> I don't think Best and Watch is going to last very long. I think it was a thing. But there you go. That was. I think that was the last Best and Watch, to be honest. Unless um, Robert Peston retweets it at some point or some... Yeah, you never know. But it, on Twitter. I, 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 because it sounds nothing like it. It's <laughs> the, the sodas, but nothing else. Uh, so that was... That, along with Damien's bits, will probably not be returning for a while. But um, we thank you, Robert Peston, uh, for being very entertaining. Um, and if you do want to... To see what Damien's face is like when he's doing Pest and Watch, if you head over to our YouTube channel, um, just search Three Men and a Microphone on YouTube, uh, you can watch the full shows on there, um, and you can actually see Damien's impression. And as Darren said last week, you do look like the Grinch at certain points. Do I? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, there you um, go. These Three Media. Three Men and a Microphone podcast. Um, you know how when you go to the uh, supermarket and you go to the self-checkout, um, yes. And you yeah, scan yeah. your things and you got dude, unexpected item in the bagging area. Oh, I hate that. Um, but obviously, if you're buying stuff that's age-restricted, like alcohol or matches or stuff like that, you have to wait for someone to come over and go, oh, are you 18? Are you 21? Yeah, you are. No one ever asks me for my Hold on anymore. a minute. Whoa. Whoa, whoa. What, 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 what was what? that an impression of? I don't know. I can't That was awful. It. <laughs> it, was a, it was a shop assistant. So, yeah, you get asked. Um, Did you hear that, by the way? What? I really let one rip then. Did you? No, I didn't. Thank you. I'm really sorry. I don't know if that's audible, but uh... I'm sure it is. Um, so you go to the checkout, you buy some alcohol, you have to wait for someone to come over and go check that you're over 25 and then they approve it. So now they are um, they're releasing something which uses face recognition to guess your age. No. So there's little cameras in the thing, and it will use face recognition to guess if you are over 25. This is being trialled in um, some of the Audi stores, uh, and I think also Tesco's. But I've actually managed to get hold of the software. Oh, fantastic. It does this. Um, so all we need to do is we need to look into the webcams that we're talking over at the moment. Okay, yeah. Um, and, yeah. and it will read our ages. So I'm going to go Brilliant. first. Okay. So yeah, sure. I'm just going to lean myself over to the webcam. And right. it should, obviously I am well over 25, I'm 42. It should be able to uh, to tell my age. So I'm just going to look down the uh, the camera now. Yeah, okay, yeah. Right, here we, here go. we go. Excellent. Checking. Confirming your age. You are 54 years old. Reconfirming. You are on the register. You are on the register. Calling the authorities. Um, Calling the authorities. Um, um, mm, okay. Um, um, right. So um, I, I don't think that's quite right at the moment. Um, I, I, it's calling the authorities on me, which is a little... Thank Lord, we didn't have Darren. Seriously, um, we would have had an EP. I know. Um, right. Okay. Um, let, me, let, me just, let me just reset. Right. Okay. Yeah. Resetting. This is Mark. How did you get what, what, this? Watch the acting, software? Dave. I'm going to be. I'm going to reset. Ah. Uh, yeah. Reset and ready to go. Do you want to uh, uh, look, look into the directly into the webcam, please? Um, eyes uh, forward. Don't look at me. Look at the webcam. Right. Lift your eyes up. You're looking at me still. Sorry, me. Look, oh God! You. Look, you no, I'm look, having a go. Yes. Yes. Look into the camera. Right. Okay. There okay. we go. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You ready? I'm. Um, yeah. Right, okay. Right. Right. Um. Right. I'll just um. Okay, here we go. Okay, here we go. Checking. Confirming your age. Yeah. You are 21 years old. 
Malfunction. 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 Rebooting. Heston update loading. Watcher. Checking your age. You are 41 years old. Watcher. 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 Um, I think it might need some work. Um, I, I don't think it's quite ready for the big time, do you? Oh, it's demonic, man. It's Absolutely like... d demonic. Peston follows you around, doesn't he? Oh, I didn't like that at all. Seriously. Oh, what's it called? Um, it's called, um, I don't know, actually, to be fair. Is that like a thing then? It's going to be a thing. It's a, it's a genuine thing. They are genuinely going to try and use um, algorithms and face recognition to um, to guess how old you are. Not going to be great, though, is it? Imagine you just went for, you know, liposuction or like you'd had like a head lift. And it was like, you are 72. You'd be like, what? I'm 41, man. Have you, wow. had, um, have you had any plastic surgery, by the way? Just a question. Any you cheeky git. No, have you had, have you had Botox or? Because, you know, no, you have a person no, no. that would go down that route. No, 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 never had a tip and tuck. A tip and tuck. <laughs> tip and tuck. <laughs> no, never done it. No. Um, no, I'm trying to think, actually. No, you know, I've had the old fake tan and stuff. And, you know, um, I had my eyebrows tinted, at, obviously, as you know, um, potato gate. Uh, but no, would I ever? Possibly. Yeah, I've I've mentioned to my wife that I'm quite partial to maybe getting her um, some breasts at some point. <laughs> getting her some breasts? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What was her response to that? I mean, you know, she was like, "Do I need them?" So then I was in a hole, weren't I? Then I was like, "Of course you don't need them, babe." Well, why would why would you suggest it then? Well, no, it was just like if you ever wanted to, when you get older. All oh, right, so you're saying they're going to go saggy? No, I don't mean that. So why do I need them done then? It would be a treat for you. So you're giving me a treat because I'm old and saggy. Is it because you're going to go off with a younger model or something? Oh, you're just pathetic. You've gone to a midlife crisis, haven't you? Get out. All right. It was just a conversation. Do you want to have one done? Piss off. All right. <laughs> she's expecting you to have a midlife crisis, isn't she? Oh, the, uh, she knows. She's expecting you to sort of suddenly drive up in a Porsche or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then get out with a uh, a 19-year-old. And she'd be like, <laughs> what is this? Just my uh, friend Alice. Uh, yeah. She's a millennial. <laughs> great <laughs> well talking of cars um i yeah. so i my car is it's only two years old i've had it a year and mm. i keep getting called by the garage i got it from telling me that actually you've got more money in your car now than it was when you brought it so it's on um you know lease or whatever it is so if you give it back now you could get some more money than you actually got it for originally so it could be some equity in it so i've been looking at other cars they sort oh. of piqued my interest so I've, got, I've not. I've got a um, see it. Uh, not see it. Um, a Suzuki Swift Sport. So it's no, like, nothing. You know, sorry, what sport? A Suzuki Swift Sport. <laughs> it's like a little hot hatch, but it's not that much hot hatch. So now, no, but there was part of that name that like really resonated with me. Oh, Swift. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. Is you that can your, look it up. Yes. Swift, yeah. Swift recruitment. Rah, that's rah, right. Rah, 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 rah. Swift tents. Oh, Swift tents. Sorry. Yeah. yeah not yeah. Swift recruitment. That's another company based in Swanage. 
Can you not get them on copyright? Anyway, um, <coughs> right. so, um, yeah, I've been looking at other cars, and um, I've mm. been looking at a, a Mazda MX-5. Oh. Now, it's... They're nice. They are nice. It's like... Not a, practical, though. Where's Bryn going to go? So Bryn's Ian's dog. Yes, who's sat at the moment underneath uh, underneath the desk with me. Um yeah, they aren't very practical. They are two-seater sports car, but they do look very nice. They are very nice. I mean, you can get one for quite cheap. Yeah, it's um, it's you know, it's twenty odd grand is, but starting price, brand new. They're like fifty something. So it, yeah, don't get a brand new one. No, it's not. I wasn't going to get a brand new one. It's going to be a second-hand one. But yeah. I'm sort of thinking, um, is that a midlife crisis car? Well, I mean, you look at it. How much are you going to have the top off? Um, probably you know, eight weeks of the year. Um, mm-hmm. you know. But they're they're hard. It's a hard top one, so it's not like a it's not a, a fabric top. It's a it's a hard top convertible. Yeah, you see, I used to. Can you remember back in the day? I had myself uh, an MGF. Yeah, yes, you did. I did. Yeah, but the problem with that is it had the hard top. But we're talking; it was quite old, so you had to take the hard top off, and then you had to like take it through my entry, put it in my garden, and then into my shed. <laughs> So, so it's like not very practical. Like you imagine if you were somewhere, I don't know, you, you, you can't just press a button and go hard top on. You've like got to get out. God's sake. And it so could it be, wasn't it, practical to be it honest. It could be like it was a really nice, sunny, hot day when you started off on your journey. Yeah. An hour later, it's absolutely pouring it down with rain and you've yeah. got no chance of um, getting the top back on. Exactly right. Beautiful car. Beautiful car. Loved it. But it's one of those things when you have like an MG, they're in a club, you know. So like when you drive past one, they flash and wave, and that's a thing. So apparently you do. Like at first, I was just thinking, I know, mine's quite nice, doesn't it? <laughs> but no, all MG drivers do it. So maybe you could like do a, a Mazda-type club. Yeah, I'm, I am really tempted, and I haven't got to the point yet where I've gone down and have a test drive, because I think if I go and do a test drive, I will mm. probably be like, oh, yeah. I think, I I think you'd it. suit one, you know? Yeah. Well, I, you, I mean... You look quite like a hairdresser, don't you? <laughs> it's not a hairdresser car, um, but it's, um, it's a hairdresser car. It's not a hairdresser car, uh, but I don't really need. I don't need the practical car that much because. Do you need it or do you want it? I want it. I don't need it. My car is perfectly acceptable and it's fine and it's nice and it's quite nippy and it's got a nice bit of acceleration on it. Mm. But I just like the fact that I could get a two-seater sports car. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're at that point in your life where do you know what? There's nothing that there's nothing up with um with with, with wanting. Yeah, you know, and I, don't, you... I, I don't have children. Um, I've got no intention of having children because obviously, you know, gay person. You know, it's one of those. It's one of the the pluses. I don't have to have screaming kids around the house. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's ways. Well, yes, there is ways, and I'm quite happy if people want to go down that route. But for me personally, it's not something I really want to do. Are you been maternal or no? Not a chance. No, do you kind of go ah sometimes? I, no, I like or? I like babies. I like children. I, I get on with children. I'm I'm good with children, but I don't really want to have one in the house. Right. And we're not allowed. We're not allowed to have them as servants anymore. So you know, you'd have no, to because there is a thing in your house, isn't it? Because obviously, you know, quite a few people come and go, don't they? Especially in the evenings. No, we don't have people over. Hmm. We normally Me and Darren have been talking about this, really, oh, offline. Yeah. Uh, There's just a few comments every now and then. Um, and, um, yeah, I think every now and then, you and Colin Esquire, maybe just, you know, invite Malcolm round or Tony. <laughs> um, they come round, you know, you have some 
have some uh, epilatas together, epilatas, epilatas, yeah, that's the one, Uh, and uh, maybe have a little game of uh, backgammon. Well, it's um, it's it's called another name. It's not called backgammon, (laughs) right? Um, (laughs) But you know, well, you know, sometimes you need a little bit of extra, uh, a bit of extra je ne sais quoi. And, you know, oh, for God's sake, I mentioned about uh, a boob job to my wife. Imagine if I said that. I'm inviting Sheila around. Pissing Sheila. What do you want her you, for? You wouldn't invite Sheila around. You'd invite Bob around. 100%. You really would, wouldn't you? Oh, come on. At the end of the day, you know, why settle with uh, Dave when you can have a bit of Davina too? Good night. <laughs> or you'd be one of those people that would um, be watching the... Anyway, yeah. Um... Well, I don't even know where that was going to go. <laughs> What's Polly, by the way? What's Polly, Polly, Polly? Is it polyamorous? Polyamorous? Yeah. Um, What's that? What's that thing? So we're going to do the magic of podcasts now because while he's waiting and there's a bit of a delay, when I say in a minute and I go, oh, you've got it already. Is the practice of or desire for intimate relationships with one, the more partner, with the informed consent of all partners involved? People who identify as polyamorous may believe in open relationships with consensuous management of jealousy and reject the view that sexual and relationship exclusivity are dependent for deep, committed, long-term, loving relationships. Mm. Others prefer to restrict their sexual activity to any members of the group, a close polyamorous group relationship, which is usually referred to as a polyfraternity. Basically, it's people in open relationships. There's... That's a bit like uh, myself, you and Darren, because like we occasionally appear on different podcasts. Is that like a thing? It's it's it, we we could have a polyamorous relationship with other podcasts. So what you're saying is basically in a polyamorous relationship. So you could kind of you know be with Karen, and then the next night you could be with Barbara, then you could be with Danielle, and like they're all be like, okay, no problem, have yes, a great but, night. But Karen could also be with Steve and be no with. Jeff, absolutely, be with no um, Harvey Cartel, uh, Harvey Cartel, no, Henry Cavill, um, or be with Jamie Dorman, or, you know, stuff like that. That's you not know, too far it, now, isn't you? Could you know what I mean? I would be with Jamie Dorman. We've discussed this before. Um, did you watch The Tourist? I did actually. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I quite. I, I quite liked it. Went on for a bit though. Um. It was a bit long. It could have been dragged done... it out. To be honest. Yeah. It could have been. It's the same as that Netflix show that you were going on about. That went on for too long. That could have been done in about five episodes. One. But with... very pretty. The police officer. She's um. She's yes. Again, a larger girl. I but was... really pretty. What was I watching? And she was in that. And I was like, oh, there she is. Um, but Jamie Dorman, can I just, uh, as you know, as someone that you appreciate the male figure, mm. can mm. I just say that T-shirt t-shirt and jeans combo on him? Oh, tremendous arms. He's a, I he's, mean, it's, it's like, oh, blind. I mean, seriously, he's armless. It was, um, yeah, that, a great forearm. Great forearm. Great forearm. But, great, um, great bicep. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, did they or didn't they in it, though? That's the question. Did they um, or didn't they? I, I, I would think they may have done it. They've left it open for another for another series, I think. But she loved that part, didn't she? Oh, God, I, I was we sat downstairs watching it, and I literally went, oh, you lucky bitch. Oh! <laughs> I, was like, I was like, particularly when he was like, you know, he was going, oh. he got up out of bed, and I was like, oh, you lucky cow. Jeez. Oh, God. What I wouldn't do to be in your place. Like what you're listening to? Then don't forget to rate and review the podcast wherever you listen. This is Three Men and a Microphone Podcast.
you're nice with it? Or... No, it has, it has got a splash of water in it, though, just to make it go a bit further. Okay. So, there's people in the news quite a lot. So you've got Boris Johnson, you've got... Who else is in the news quite a lot? You've got Richie, Sunak, uh, you've got mostly politicians. Someone who's in the news quite a lot as well is Pwysi. Pwysi. Oh, Katie Rice. Katie Rice? No, that's me, mate, in Australia. Oh, hello. Katie Price. Why? I'm Pwysi. Katie Price, yes. So she's in a new programme. Don't know if you've seen it on uh, Channel Four. Now this this woman's a genius because she's she's been berated in the in the press, um, and I don't know whether you knew that she has a huge mansion, huge mansion, but it's called a. <laughs> no euphemism. There was a pause. Um, there was a pause on the huge. There, the pause on the huge. Stop it. Uh, and uh, they've re- they've renamed it in the press a mucky mansion because she's got um, kind of like badminton or tennis um, areas. What are they called? Tennis courts. That's the word <laughs> I'm looking for. Thank goodness' sake. And they're all mouldy and horrible and gone yucky. They've got a swimming pool that's just full of leaves and just vile so it's basically been dubbed the mucky mansion now channel four got hold of this and they decided that they were going to make like a fly on the wall documentary now how much do you think she's paid making the mucky mansion not so mucky how much did she get to appear on this reality tv show number fifteen thousand five hundred and forty two well, let's just say, first of all, that she paid £2 million for this mansion in 2014. Um, but over the years, it's been targeted by thieves. It's been targeted by fly tippers. I mean, it just isn't a place that you think was a mansion at all. And she's decided to become very much a do-it-yourself lady. So she kind of makes all these boxes now and strips them down and does all of this shabashik and all of this. And um, she's done it for a really, I mean, this is great, this. She's done it on a budget price of £40,000. <laughs> I might have to edit that Katie Price one a little bit and just see if it, you know, sells. Yeah, it might not, because it was rubbish, actually. I didn't enjoy that. <laughs> right, I got one more. No, it might do, because it was there was bits about the programme, so. Yeah. You found that a bit boring, didn't you? Yeah, might be, yeah, might be able to. You know, you didn't sell it very well. I thought there was going to be a punchline or something to it, but <laughs> <laughs> you're reading again, weren't you? No, don't put that in. I didn't like it. Ill prepared. <laughs> I didn't like it at all. I didn't like it. Thing is, though, I have to put that bit in now, so I might have to put the story in to make that bit work. <laughs> <laughs> All follows the theme. Right, here we go. Oh, God. These three media. Three men and a microphone podcast. Um, We talked last week about um, unusual food combinations, and we had your Pringle episode. Um, Yeah. I still haven't quite got over the fact of what you do to a Pringle. Quite a few Um, people I've spoken to, actually, have turned around and gone, do you know what, Damien? I've actually never done that, you sicko. It's a sick way. You don't spit out. Even I heard it back and I was like driving up to Birmingham and even I I dry heaved. Like I heard it. I was like. (laughs) Horrible. It's horrible. So, yeah, we had unusual food combination. If you want to listen back to that bit, um, listen back to last week's episode. Um, But I did come across a story. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. 
Last week, episode. Last week, episode, yes. <laughs> Stop it. Um, oh, gosh. So, yeah. I did come across a story of a man who has eaten mm. nothing but raw meat for 78 days straight to see how long he survives for. Um, Hang on a bit. Right, right, just before... Right. Was this for a show? Did he get money for this? No, he's um, he he loves meat so much that he thought he'd put to test. He thought he'd test how long he could survive with eating fresh, emphasis on the fresh, raw meat every single day. He has so far managed 78 days. His favourite uncooked food include swordfish, which, you Ugh. know, sushi is is raw fish mainly. So I can under, sort of understand that. Mm. Um, steak, and you can have um, what's that? Blue. Thing? You can have blue. No, what's that thing you get in the restaurants? You have it as a starter, and it's raw. It's raw beef. It's very, very thinly sliced, and it's very mm. nice. But it's very fresh. It's like next day after it's killed meat. Parma ham. No, not parma ham. <laughs> it's can <laughs> can can cannelloni or can something like cannelloni. Hang on a minute. Hang on a what, minute. What's cannelloni? So it's steak tartare. Steak ta-ta. Um, and it's basically very thin slices of raw beef. And I have had it and it's very nice. So I can understand some of that. Um the bit Don't get that, that in a little chef, to be honest. <laughs> no, well no. The bit I can't really understand is the fact that he also likes to eat raw chicken breasts. Right, okay. Now you've got to stop here now because that's that that's got that's got the obotulism going on there. So it clearly that that's right. Raw raw beef, I get but chicken. Read everywhere. No, raw chicken is ill. Yes, just don't do it. It's, but it's it's almost even if you could, even if it wasn't very dangerous, and don't ever eat raw meat unless it's properly prepared, and you know, just don't do it, basically. But he's dead, isn't he? No, he's still alive. But it's also the fact it's the texture of raw chicken. I do not like. You know, if you take a, a chicken breast out of the packet and it's like mm. that slimy. Like it's just horrible. The thought of eating it, it was just like I draw the line of having anything rubbery, tough, or silky, or anything like that in my mouth. <laughs> well, um, he's um, he has revealed he can comfortably chew down on one pound of mince in five minutes. Now he's eating raw mince as well. No, no, you've got to stop this because this. I mean, look. You know, I mean, we don't have kids listening to this because of the content. But you know, listen, adults, don't don't be coming off this podcast thinking what the fuck was that uh, Katie Rice story. Just think to yourself now. Um, let's not go near the fridge and have some raw beef, okay? There's plenty of it. Have yourself a Pringle and spit it out, and then you know, have it like that. Have yourself a croissant, or even as Ian said, have some quadaloni, <laughs> some some beef tatar. Um, but yeah, he's in a coma, isn't he? No, he is. He is. You can follow him on Instagram. I'll even give you his Instagram account. If you want to go and follow him, you can go to Raw Meat Experiment on Instagram. Can we get him on? <laughs> no. Um, I think you may have to be careful of searching Raw Meat Experiment on Google. That may bring back some results you weren't expecting. Mm. Um, but if you go on Instagram, he is Raw Meat Experiment. He has 94,000 followers. So you know when he was eating like the raw chicken and someone like said to him, what did that taste like? And he turned around and he was like, that was foul. <laughs> really? Is that your joke? 
fuck's sake, bring Darren back. So we do struggle with two of us, don't we? And that is it for this week's episode of Three Men and a Microphone from These Three Media. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Just me and Damien this week. Darren will be back again next week. Fingers crossed. Thank you very much, Damien. Yeah, thank you very much. Been good. Thanks for everyone who's downloading, leaving lots of uh, nice comments, tweeting, and generally talking about us. Will Boris be the Prime Minister next week? Will Peston return to Peston Watch? And will Darren finally, finally get chance to have an actual conversation on this show? <laughs> Without, without being rudely interrupted by a, both of us. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much for downloading. If you want to find out more, follow us on the social medias. You can do on Instagram and Twitter. Just search Three Men and a Microphone. The same on Facebook, actually, although not many people use Facebook anymore. Um, and we didn't talk about the fact that Mark Zuckerberg lost £36 billion of his personal fortune because um, Facebook page views went down by 100 million in a year. <gasps> I didn't know that. He lost $30 billion in his personal fortune because it's of a, that. It's funny you mention that, actually, because the amount of uh, contract negotiation that we lost when we had uh, Darren on the show talking about Darren's Got COVID, uh, the lowest rated show ever that we've done. Ever. It really is. Um, so, yeah, find us on all the social media. Um, have a look at our YouTube channel. Search Three Men in a Microphone on there. I'll put the link in the description on the show notes. And head over to threemenandamicrophone.co.uk. Until next week, look after yourself. Stay safe. Three Men in a Microphone has been a The Three Media production. The Unpredictable Conversation is out every single week. Follow us, enjoy, and don't miss an episode. Until then, look after yourself. Stay safe. And goodbye! It's like every every three or four months you'll have one really funny story. Cheeky git. <laughs> wow. Yeah, the story. Once... Katie Price <laughs> said, oh, "Yeah." <laughs> anyway, enough of slating myself. Thank you. Well, bad, really, was it? To be fair, oh, it was fair enough. Yeah. So, what is cannelloni? Uh, cannelloni is raw beef, freshly cut of a dying cow. <sighs> that sounds so wrong. <laughs> <laughs>